0: Act Five of A Midsummer Night's Dream. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. Act Five Scene One Athens The Palace of Theseus. Enter Theseus, Hippolyta, Philistrate, lords, and
1: attendants.
2: Tis strange, my Theseus, that these lovers speak
1: of— More strange than true. I never may believe these antique fables, nor these fairy toys. Lovers and madmen have such seething brains, such shaping fantasies, that apprehend more than cool reason ever comprehends. The lunatic, the lover, and the poet are of imagination all compact. One sees more devils than vast hell can hold. That is, the madman, the lover, all is frantic, sees Helen's beauty in a brow of Egypt. The poet's eye, in fine frenzy rolling, doth glance from heaven to earth, from earth to heaven, and as imagination bodies forth the forms of things unknown— THE POET'S PEN TURNS THEM TO SHAPES, AND GIVES TO AIRY NOTHING A LOCAL HABITATION AND A NAME. SUCH TRICKS HATH STRONG IMAGINATION, THAT IF IT WOULD BUT APPREHEND SOME JOY, IT comprehends SOME BRINGER OF THAT JOY, OR IN THE NIGHT, IMAGINING SOME FEAR, HOW EASY AS A BUSH, SUPPOSED A BEAR.
3: BUT
2: ALL THE STORY OF THE NIGHT TOLD OVER, AND ALL THEIR MINDS TRANSFIGURED SO TOGETHER, MORE WITNESSETH THAN FANCY'S IMAGES and grows to something of great constancy. But howsoever strange and admirable.
1: Here come
0: the lovers, full of joy and mirth. Enter Lysander, Demetrius,
1: Hermia, and Helena. Joy, gentle friends, joy and fresh days of love accompany your hearts.
3: More than to us wait in your
4: royal walks, your board, your bed.
1: Come now. What masks, what dances shall we have, to wear away this long age of three hours between our after-supper and bedtime? Where is our usual manager of mirth? What revels are in hand? Is there no play to ease the anguish of a torturing hour? Call Philostrate.
5: Here, mighty Theseus.
1: Say, what abridgment have you for this evening? What mask? What music? How shall we beguile the lazy time, if not with some delight?'
5: there is a brief how many sports are ripe make choice of which your highness will see first
1: giving a paper reads the battle with the centaurs to be sung by an athenian eunuch to the harp Hmm. will none of that that have i told my love in glory of my kinsman hercules the riot of the tipsy bacchanals tearing the thracian singer in their rage that is an old device and it was played when i from thebes came last a conqueror the thrice three muses mourning for the death of learning late deceased in beggary that is some satire keen and critical not sorting with a nuptial ceremony a tedious brief scene of young pyramus and his love thisbe very tragical mirth merry and tragical tedious and brief That is, hot ice, and wondrous strange snow. How shall we find the concord of this discord?
5: A play there is, my lord, some ten words long, Which is as brief as I have known a play. But by ten words, my lord, it is too long, Which makes it tedious. For in all the play there is not one word apt, One player fitted. And tragical, my lord, it is, For Pyramus therein doth kill himself which, when I saw rehearsed, I must confess made mine eyes water, but more merry tears the passion of loud laughter never shed.
1: What are they that do play it?
5: Hard-handed men that work in Athens here, which never laboured in their minds still now, and now have toiled their unbreathed memories with this same play against your nuptial.
1: And we will hear it?
5: No, my noble lord, it is not for you. I have heard it over, and it is nothing, nothing in the world, unless you can find sport in their intents, extremely stretched, and conned with cruel pain, to do you service.
1: I will hear that play, for never anything can be amiss when simpleness and duty tender it. Go, bring them in, and take your places, ladies. Exit Philistrate.
2: I love not to see wretchedness o'ercharged, and duty in his service perishing.
1: Why, gentle sweet, you shall see no such thing.
2: He says they can do nothing in this kind.
1: The kinder we, to give them thanks for nothing. Our sport shall be to take what they mistake. And what poor duty cannot do, noble respect takes it in might, not merit. Where I have come, great clerks have purposed to greet me with premeditated welcomes, where I have seen them shiver and look pale, make periods in the midst of sentences— throttle their practised accent in their fears, and in conclusion dumbly have broke off, not paying me a welcome. Trust me, sweet, out of this silence yet I picked a welcome, and in the modesty of fearful duty I read as much as from the rattling tongue of saucy and audacious eloquence. Love, therefore, and tongue-tied simplicity in least speak most to my capacity. RE-ENTER PHILOSTRATE
5: SO PLEASE, YOUR GRACE, THE PROLOGUE IS ADDRESSED.
1: LET
0: HIM APPROACH. Flourish OF TRUMPETS. ENTER QUINCE FOR THE PROLOGUE.
6: IF WE OFFEND, IT IS WITH OUR GOOD WILL THAT YOU SHOULD THINK WE COME NOT TO OFFEND, BUT WITH GOOD WILL, TO SHOW OUR SIMPLE SKILL THAT IS THE TRUE BEGINNING OF OUR END. CONSIDER THEN WE CAME BUT IN DESPITE, we do not come as minding to content you our true intent is or for your delight we are not here that you should here repent you the actors are at hand and by their show you shall know all that you are like to know
1: this fellow doth not stand upon points
6: he hath rid his prologue like a rough colt
3: he knows not the stop a good moral my lord It is not enough to speak, but to speak true.
2: Indeed, he hath played on his prologue like a child on a recorder, A sound, but not in government.
1: His speech was like a tangled chain, Nothing impaired, but all disordered. Who is next? Enter Pyramus, and Thisbe,
6: Wall,
0: Moonshine, and Lion.
6: Gentles, perchance you wonder at this show, But wonder on till truth makes all things plain. This man is Pyramus, if you would know. This beauteous lady, Thisbe, is certain. This man with lime and rough cast doth present wall, that vile wall which did these lovers sunder. And through wall's chink poor souls they are content to whisper. At the which let no man wonder, this man with lanthorn dog and bush of thorn present moonshine. For if you will know, by moonshine did these lovers think no scorn to meet at Nina's tomb. There, there to woo. This grisly beast, which lion hight by name, The trusted Thisbe coming first by night, did scare away, or rather did affright. And as she fled, her mantle she did fall, Which lion, vile with bloody mouth, did stain. Anon comes Pyramus, sweet youth and tall. And finds his trusty Thisbe's mantle slain, whereat with blade, with bloody blameful blade, he bravely broke his boiling bloody breast. And Thisbe tearing in a mulberry shade, his dagger drew and died. For all the rest, let lion moonshine wall and lovers twain at large discourse while they here do remain.
0: Exeunt prologue Thisbe, lion, and moonshine.
1: I wonder if the lion be to speak. No wonder, my lord. One lion may, when many asses do. In this same interlude it doth befall that I, one snout by name, present a wall, and such a wall as I would have you think that had in it a crannied hole or chink through which the lovers, Pyramus and Thisbe, did whisper often very secretly this loam this rough cast and this stone doth show that i am that same wall the truth is so and this the cranny is right and sinister through which the fearful lovers are to whisper would you desire lime and hair to speak better it is the wittiest partition that ever i heard discourse my lord enter pyramus pyramus draws near the
7: wall silence O grim-look night, O night with hue so black, O night which ever art when day is not, O night, O night, alack, 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 I fear my Thisbe's promise is forgot, and thou, O wall, O sweet, O lovely wall, that stands between her father's ground and mine, thou wall, O oh, wall, O oh, sweet and lovely wall, show me thy chink to blink through with mine eye wall holds up his fingers, thanks, courteous wall, Jove, shield thee well for this, but what see I? no thisbe do I see, o oh, wicked wall through whom I see no bliss. "'Cursed be thy stones for thus deceiving me!'
1: "'The wall, methinks, being sensible, should curse again.'
7: "'No, in truth, sir, he should not. "'Deceiving me is Thisbe's cue. "'She is to enter now, and I am to spy her through the wall. "'You shall see. "'It will fall pat, as I told you. "'Yonder she comes.'
3: "'Enter Thisbe. "'O wall, full often hast thou heard my moans, "'for parting my fair pyramus in me?' My cherry lips have often kissed thy stones, Thy stones with lime and hair knit up in thee.
7: I see a voice. Now will I to the chink, To spy, and I can hear my Thisbe's face. Thisbe! My love, thou art my love, I think. Think what thou wilt, I am thy lover's grace, And like Lemander, my trusty stealth.
3: And I like Helen till the fates me kill.
7: Not Shaphalus to Procris was so true.
3: As Shaphalus to Procris, I to you.
7: Oh, kiss me through the hole of this vile wall.
3: I kiss the walls whole, not your lips at all.
7: Wilt thou at Ninny's tomb meet me straight away?
3: Tide life, tide death, I come, without delay.
0: Exeunt. Pyramus and Thisbe.
3: Thus
1: have I, Wall, my part discharged so, and being done, thus Wall away doth go. Exit. Now is the mural down between the two neighbours. No remedy, my lord, when Walls are so wilful to hear without warning.
2: This is the silliest stuff that ever I heard.
1: The best in this kind are but shadows, and the worst are no worse if imagination amend them.
2: It must be your imagination, then, and not theirs.
1: If we imagine no worse of them than they of themselves, they may pass for excellent men. Here comes two noble beasts in, a man and a lion. Enter Lion and Moonshine.
5: You ladies, you's gentle arts do fear the smallest monstrous mouse that creeps on floor. May now perchance both quake and tremble, ere, when lion, rough, in wildest rage doth roar. Then know, that I, one snug the joiner am, A lion fell, nor else no lion's dam. For if I should as lion come in strife into this place, twere pity on my life.
1: A very gentle beast of a good conscience. The very best at a beast, my lord, that e'er I saw.
3: This lion is a very fox for his valour.
1: True, and a goose for his discretion.
3: Not so, my lord, for his valour cannot carry
1: his discretion, And the fox carries the goose. His discretion, I am sure, cannot carry his valour, For the goose carries not the fox. It is well, leave it to his discretion, And let us listen to the moon.
8: This lanthorn doth the horned moon present.
6: He should have worn the horns on his head.
1: He is no crescent, and his horns are invisible within the circumference.
8: This lanthorn doth the horned moon present. Myself, the man in the moon, do seem to be.
1: This is the greatest error of all the rest. The man should be put into the lanthorn. How is it else the man in the moon? He dares not come there for the candle, for, you see, it is already in snuff.
2: I am aweary of this moon. Would he would change.
1: It appears by his small light of discretion that he is in the wane. But yet, in courtesy, in all reason, we must stay the time.
7: Proceed,
3: moon.
8: All that I have to say is to tell you that the lanthorn is the moon, I, the man in the moon, this thornbush, my thornbush, and this dog, my dog.
3: Why, all these should be in the lanthorn, for all these are in the moon. But silence, here comes Thisbe.
0: Enter Thisbe.
3: This is old Niddy's tomb. Where is my love? Roar!
1: Thisby runs off. Well roared, lion. Well run, Thisby
2: Well shone, moon. Truly the moon shines with a good grace.
1: The
0: lion shakes Thisbe's mantle and exit. Well-moused, lion.
7: And so the lion vanished.
3: And then came Pyramus.
0: Enter Pyramus.
7: Sweet moon, I thank thee for thy sunny beams. I thank thee, moon, for shining now so bright. For by thy gracious golden glittering gleams... I trust to take of truest is beside. But stay, O oh, spite! But mark, poor knight, what dreadful dole is here? Eyes, do you see? How can it be? O oh, dainty duck, O oh, dear, thy mantle good. What? Stained with blood? Approach ye furies fell. O oh, fates, come, come, cut thread and thrum, quail, crush, conclude, and quarrel.
1: This passion and the death of a dear friend would go near to make a man look sad.
2: Beshrew my heart, but I pity the man.
7: O oh, wherefore, nature, didst thou lion's frame, since lion voile hath her deflowered my dear, which is. No. No which was the fairest dame that lived, that loved, that liked, that looked with cheer Come tears confound Out sword and wound the pap of Pyramus Ay, that left pap, where art doth hop
0: Stabs himself.
7: Thus Die I thus, thus, thus. Now am I dead, now am I fled. My soul is in the sky. Tongue, lose thy light, moon, take thy flight.
0: Exit moonshine.
7: Now. Die. Dies. No
3: die, but an ace for him, for he is but one. Less than an ace, man, for he is dead, he is nothing.
1: With the help of a surgeon he might yet recover and prove an ass.
2: How chance Moonshine is gone before Thisbe comes back and finds her lover?
1: She will find him by starlight. Here she comes, and her passion ends the play. Re-enter Thisbe
2: methinks she should not use a long one for such a pyramus i hope she will be brief
1: a mote will turn the balance which pyramus which thisbe is the better he for a
3: man god warrant us she for a woman god bless us she hath spied him already with those sweet eyes and thus she means the delicate. asleep my love what dead my dove o oh, pyramus arise Speak, speak, quite dumb, dead, dead. A tomb must cover thy sweet eyes. These lily lips, this cherry nose, these yellow cowslip cheeks, are gone, are gone. Lovers, make moan. His eyes were green as leeks. O sisters three, come, come to me. With hands as pale as milk. Lay them in gore, since you have sure With shears his thread of silk. Tongue, not a word. Come, trusty sword. Come, blade, my breast imbrue. She stabs herself. And farewell, friends. Thus Thisby ends. Adieu, adieu, adieu. She dies.
1: Moonshine and Lion are left to bury the dead. Aye, and the wall, too.
7: No, I assure you, the wall is down that parted their father's. Will it please you to see the epilogue, or to hear a burgomasque dance between two of our company?
1: No, epilogue, I pray you, for your play needs no excuse. Never excuse, for when the players are all dead, there needs none to be blamed. Mary, if he that writ it had played pyramus and hanged himself in thisbe's garter it would have been a fine tragedy and so it is truly and very notably discharged but come your burgomasque let your epilogue alone a dance the iron tongue of midnight hath told twelve lovers to bed tis almost fairy time i fear we shall outsleep the coming morn as much as we this night have overwatched this palpable gross play hath well beguiled the heavy gait of night. Sweet friends, to bed. A fortnight hold we this solemnity In nightly revels and new jollity. Exeunt. Enter Puck.
8: Now the hungry lion roars, and the wolf behowls the moon, Whilst the heavy ploughman snores, all with wearied task foredone. Now the wasted brands do glow, Whilst a screech owl, screeching loud, Puts the wretch that lies in woe In remembrance of a shroud. Now it is the time of night, That the grave's all gaping wide, Every one lets forth his sprite In the churchway paths to glide. And we fairies, That do run by the triple Hecate's team, From the presence of the sun, Following darkness like a dream, Now our frolic. Not a mouse shall disturb this hallowed house. I am sent with broom before To sweep the dust behind the door.
0: Enter Oberon and Titania with their train.
4: Through the house give gathering light By the dread and drowsy fire Every elf and fairy sprite hop as light As bird from briar, And this ditty after me Sing and dance it trippingly.
2: First rehearse your song by rote, to each word a warbling note hand in hand with fairy grace will we sing
4: and bless this place
0: song and dance
4: now until the break of day through this house each fairy stray to the best bride-bed will we which by us shall blessed be and the issue there create ever shall be fortunate so shall all the couple's three ever true in loving be. And the blots of nature's hand shall not in their issue stand, never mole, hair-lip, nor scar, nor mark prodigious such as are despised in nativity, shall upon their children be. With this field do consecrate every fairy, take his gate, and each several chamber bless through this place with sweet peace.' And the owner of it blest shall ever in safety rest. Trip away, make no stay, meet me all by break of day.
0: Exeunt Oberon, Titania, and a train.
8: If we shadows have offended, think but this, and all is mended, That you have but slumbered here while these visions did appear, And this weak and idle theme, no more yielding but a dream, Gentles do not reprehend. If you pardon, we will mend. And as I am an honest puck, if we have unearned luck now to scape the serpent's tongue, we will make amends ere long, else the puck a liar call. So good-night unto you all. Give me your hands, if we be friends, and Robin shall restore amends.
0: End of Act 5 End of A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare